All right, here we go for the news for the 25th of June. Oh, look at that. I said June and I didn't say July. Luckily, my friend Hot Rod, who I'll be driving with soon, hopefully, told me that I said July a couple weeks ago and I couldn't believe I did that. But anyway, it's 25th of June. I got to keep working on that. So here's what's been going on before we get into the news. I just took a week off. Then I went to Lake Geneva, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. We stayed at the Playboy, one well, X Playboy Resort. Had some great, oh my God, the service was amazing. The hotel was immaculate. The resort, I guess you should say, I shouldn't say hotel. Um, the servers were fantastic. I'll talk more about it in, in an episode later on. There was a kid there. Oh my God, he had the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. It was shocking. I miss having hair. I'm a number two buzz cut kind of guy these days. Too much work for me. Um, our Katie, or excuse me, our server Katie uh, and John over in the restaurant, they were amazing people. How they could be friendly like that all the time was just amazing to me. Uh, John was just, I mean, this guy was a demon. It was a speed. I mean, he's an older guy, but my guy could he move. And Katie, she was, uh, she's exactly the kind of waitress that I like. The kind of, it's just surly enough to, to talk to you. I mean, she, you know, she's not, you know what I mean? I like them when they can talk and they got personality. It's nice. But uh, they were two great uh, waiters and waitresses and then the host. So, but we'll talk about that more later on once I get that, you know, into that. Then we took the mailboat ride, went around the lake. And of course, I lost the audio for that. The audio, the file was there, but I couldn't retrieve it in the phone. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Oh, that was torture. Oh, I recorded the whole way around. But I got some video, so I'll be posting that on YouTube in the next couple of weeks. I won't be doing it today because I won't have enough time because I got to leave it out tonight. Also, we would let's see what else did we do? Oh, we did the trolley. We got the train. Got some great sound from the train. I'll probably post that next since I did get the sound and that did come through. It's an electric trolley built in nineteen. I think it was oh six, and it just oh, it was just amazing. And then we had a nice dinner afterwards at the train station. But anyway, I got the sound from that. I'll post that in about a week or two. I'm running out of space to post. That's why I got to wait. Plus, I don't have time to edit it all. So we got a lot going on. So anyway, that's what's going on. Those are the updates. And let's get on with the news. Oh, by the way, if anybody knows anybody in China, can you get them to listen to the show? Because we're underrepresented in China. We're pretty much covered throughout the whole. We've gotten every continent, you know, the, in every major country. The only one we're missing is China. So if you know anybody in China, please... Get them to listen, will you? All right, thanks. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish. 
Right uh, here. Oh my. All right. Everybody remembers the sad, sad, tragic event of Jesse Combs passing. You know, and it was just, you know, it was just unbelievable. You know, it was shocking. You know, this is a woman who's, you know, she was in the media. She's in a lot of the, you know, the, the tech shows, you know, on Sunday and what have you, like Girl Girl Garage and things like that. You know, she had a pretty good following. She was a no-nonsense no person. She was the real deal. She was a driver, and she was the real deal. All right? She wasn't just up there to look pretty. She was the real deal. So now it's sad, but it's good that they did this, okay? It's official. Jesse Combs is now the world's fastest woman. She broke the record during her fatal attempt last year, dubbed the fastest woman on four wheels. She was attempting to exceed 512 miles per hour. Now the Guinness Book of World Records has certified that Combs reached 522.783 miles per hour before the crash. Okay. The previous record was 512.10 set by Kitty O'Neill. Previous to that runs, Combs also set the woman's land speed record on October 9, 2013 with an official run of 398.895 miles per hour, breaking the previously held record of 308 held by Lee Breedlove. Okay, and according to the Harney County Sheriff's Office, the deadly crash was most likely caused from an accident or an object strike from her striking an object in the desert, causing a failure of the wheel assembly and then a loss of control. And it says here, all through the record was uh, awarded posthumously. That's another one of those words I gotta work on. Uh, it's one I don't really like to have to say either. Combs today achieved her goal, and it is it is a title well deserved. Now I'm getting this from, you know, uh, from the internet. I knew that they were working on this. I think it's well deserved. I think Jesse Combs, you know, she, I think she was amazing in her sport. You know, she was very active, and even though she didn't live to see it, you know, I think it's well deserved, and I think it it, it is it is it is important. It is important that they gave her this award, and I think it's fantastic. You know, maybe her, I don't know, maybe it'll give her family something. I'm sure they miss her more than they would like the award, but it's, you know, Jesse Combs. You know, she made an impact. She was uh, an amazing driver, and she was a real deal. And, you know, she wasn't a trucker, but she was a driver. All right? I don't know if you can hear that. There's a plane going overhead. But anyway, congratulations, Jesse Combs. I just wish that you would have lived to have seen it. And I find the whole thing quite sad, but I do think it's cool she got that. So, all right, let's get moving on. Well, here's another one that you know is just going to end in disaster. Apparently, an animal rights protester killed after being struck by semi-truck and meat processing plant June 19th. An animal rights activist was killed this morning when... Uh, well, on the 19th, when she was hit by a truck during a demonstration outside of a meat plant. This happened at Fearman's Pork Incorporated in Burlington, Ontario. Uh, the woman was in her 60s. I guess she's trying to water the the animals. You know, I, you know, I don't have a problem with protesters. I think you should stand up for what you believe in. But, you know, don't, you know, you, you just made a nightmare for everybody. You've got yourself killed. Uh, nobody wants that. Uh, the driver doesn't want to live with that. You know, nobody wants that. So I think it's sad and tragic. And, you know, these things happen too often lately. And, you know, don't fight with the trucks. You're not going to win. All right, let's get on. 
and see what we got next. You know, just once I like something good about the industry. All right. You know, even though I know there's a lot of good stuff going on, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, a trucking company operating in North Dakota has been accused of illegal dumping and could be facing up to $2 million in fine. Right, the administrative complaint is the latest step in a chain of enforcement actions against SBT Trucking based in Utah but operating in North Dakota. State officials said the company was initially cooperative, but it since becomes has since become unresponsive. Well, you're going to get a two million dollar fine. I imagine you're going to comp, you know, you're going to sh- shut things down, you know. So anyway, this is what's going on. Uh, they dump some stuff, and now they're going to get a two million dollar fine. Good for them. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, don't dump illegal. Okay, just don't do it. All right, I don't know how this one's going to play out, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Government government officials in three northeastern states have issued new travel restrictions in response to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. On June 24th, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy, and Connecticut Governor... Oh, there's somebody shooting fireworks off outside. I don't know if you can hear that. And Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont announced a tri-state travel restriction set to go into effect at midnight tonight. Per the travel advisory, all individuals traveling from states with significant community spread of COVID-19 must quarantine for a 14-day period from the time of last contact within the, identi- within the identified state. The three-state quarantine applies to any person arriving from a state with a positive test rate higher than 10 per 100,000 residents over a seven-day rolling average or a state with a 10% higher positivity rate over seven-day rolling average. States that currently meet that standard are Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, and South Carolina, Washington, Utah, and Texas. Well, that's a lot. Authority, you know, you, know, you got to go through Texas, got to go through Utah, got to go, you know, I mean, these are all, Arizona. It's hard not to go anywhere without going there. Anyway, Authorities say that they will use messaging on highways, airports, websites, and social media across the three states to keep people informed about the travel advisory. All right, Como says that each state will decide on how to enforce the travel restrictions. He said that New York could issue fines up to $2,000 for a first defense and, and up to $10,000 for everyone after that. Lamont says that there are currently no plans to find drivers who violate the restrictions. The text of the one more time. The text of the travel advisory has yet to be released. None of the press materials released by the three states regarding the travel advisory mentioned any exemptions for the travel advisory, so it isn't clear whether it will impact commercial tra- vehicle traffic. Repeated calls to the office of Governor Cuomo and Governor Lamont for clarifi- clarification went unreturned. All right, so the three states. Um, oh, it's getting hot in here. I had to turn the air conditioner off so it doesn't sound like a major buzzing, but it's getting a little... Anyway, yeah, and I should have grabbed a glass of water. Maybe I wouldn't have choked out some of those words. Anyway, so it looks like the, the New York governor, all right, the New Jersey governor, and then a Connecticut governor, you know, the states are pretty tight. Um, yeah, who knows what's going to happen up there, so just keep your eyes open. You're going to go into those areas, all right? Things may change in the next couple of days. All right, this is... Uh, well, this is probably in response to that one I said earlier where the protester got killed, you know, for the meat plant. It says here, a recently passed bill will allow authorities in Ontario to issue large fine to protesters and interfere with the transport of livestock. On June 18th, the Ontario government passed Bill 156, also known as the Security from Trespass and Protecting Food Safety Act 2020. Basically, what it comes down to is you can get up to a $25,000 fine 
for blocking, uh, you know, the trucks coming in. You know, uh, like I said, I don't have a problem with protesters. Just, you know, why do you got to put yourself in harm's way? The trucks are going to roll. I don't get it. You know, just, uh, just nonsense. You know, I, I, I haven't had that situation happen to me. I don't know what I'd do if it did. Um, I don't know. It's something I don't ever want to find out. All right. Pilot Flying J has just started their annual Road Warrior contest for professional drivers. Returns with this weekly contest and $10,000 grand prize. I guess they've been doing it for a while. I, honestly, I never heard about it. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just too busy driving. So anyway, it says here, Pilot Flying J today, and this is a press release they put out, uh, announced the kickoff its 7th Annual Road Warrior Contest to recognize professional truck drivers for their dedication to keeping their country going. From June 22nd to July 26, 2020, anyone can nominate a professional driver into the Road Warrior Contest for a chance to be named the 2020 Road Warrior and receive the grand prize of $10,000. Wow. All right. Sounds great. New this year, Pilot Flying J is uh, introducing a weekly sweepstakes to the program and will randomly select 100 professional drivers each week. And, uh, you know, for a total of 400 winners throughout the contest to win 5,000 my loves or my rewards, loyalty points, a $50 in store value. Well, wonderful. Yeah, that'll buy you. I don't know. Bluetooth headset, I guess. I don't know. Uh, professional drivers brave the roads, blah, blah, blah. Uh, last year, the Road Warrior program received nearly 9,500 nominations. Uh, looks here, it ends July 26. Uh, just go to, you know, just Google Pilot Flying J Road Warrior 2020, and they'll tell you everything you need to know about that. I don't know. There's a lot of you guys out there. You're running. You got nothing better to do. Eh, enter the contest. See what happens. All right, that's pretty much all I got with trucking, unless something pops up before the show. So let's see what else we got. All right. That's done. We're trucking. Here we go. This one's pretty cool. Uh, propane safety. U-Haul offers free tank inspections all summer. So if you're concerned about your uh, propane tank, take it into a U-Haul that offers propane. They'll inspect the tank for you. Give it a good look over and check it out. They're going to be doing that all summer. That's a good. Uh, it says here they can visit a propane company and have a tank requalified. If it passes inspections, that can cost about $25. And requalification lasts for five years. Or they can also purchase a new 20-pound barbecue tank with fuel gauge that is qualified for 12 years and is available at U-Haul stores for $34.95. So if you want a new 20-pound tank, it's $34.95. I suggest you get the new one that's good for 12 years. But anyway, you get any cracks, dents, or bulges on your tank, go to U-Haul and check it out. They'll do it for free. Of course, they're trying to sell you a tank if there's anything wrong with it, but that might not be a bad idea. Propane's, you don't want to mess with it. You know, it's pretty safe, but, you know, do the right thing. Family barbecue. All right. There's another one that's kind of cool. AutoNation. All right. AutoNation, America's largest and most recognized automotive retailer today, announces free vehicle sanitation for first uh, responders every Tuesday beginning June 16th, 2020, until August 25th, 2020. So until August 25th, 2020, uh, if you're a first responder, you know, fireman, cop, whatever, uh, go into an AutoNation, they'll sanitize your vehicle for you, all right? Uh, first responders are encouraged to stop by any AutoNation store on Tuesdays from 1 to 4 p.m. for a free EPA-approved sanitation treatment of their personal or work vehicle. So you can bring your personal car or your work vehicle, all right? So, I don't know, I think that's pretty cool. It says uh, the process is easy. First responders should try to stop by the service 
uh, drive to show their current first responder credentials, you know, bring your ID or whatever, sit back and relax. In less than 30 uh, minutes, they'll drive off in their vehicle that's been sanitized with an EPA-approved disinfectant register for use against COVID-19. So, you want to get your car cleaned? Well, sanitized, however you want to call it. Go to AutoNation. They didn't pay for that. I just saw the press release. I thought it was pretty cool. All right, let's move on. Oh. All right, here's something I've been waiting for. You know, I'm really hoping that somebody will, you know, take take up one of these offers and go up to Antarctica because, you know, I really want to, you know, I don't know. I just want somebody to go up there so I could hear what it's like because I'm, I'm not going. All right, flight nurse. They're looking for a flight nurse center for polar medical operations. All right, if you're a flight nurse, you want to go to Antarctica? Go for it. All right, that's going to be McMurdo Station. All right, they're looking for one pretty bad. They're always looking for hair. You know, they're looking for the the craziest things up there, you know? It's, uh, you know, it's just, just some of the crazy things they look at. Oh, it's getting really hot in here. Oh, I'm not made for this weather anymore. You know, the uh, they're looking for the craziest things, you know? Like uh, flight nurses and... You know, just stuff like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, all this trash in my file. I'm trying to look for this. Find if, see if we can find all the other jobs that go with it. No, it's not it. No, what a pain in the ass. All right, let me stop this for a second. All right, here's the last one. The U.S. Postal Service releases their dog attack rankings by city. This is, I guess it's not funny for the Postal Service guys, but a total of 5,803 U.S. Postal Service employees were ranked by dog bites in 2019. The top 20 rankings comprise 30 cities, as some cities reported the same number of attacks. Well, that makes sense. Let's go with the top dog bite states. California, 777. Texas, 491. Ohio, 378, Illinois, 323, New York, 320, Miami, oh, sorry, Michigan, 238, Pennsylvania, 237, Florida, 229, New Jersey, 169, and North Carolina, 162. Quite honestly, I would have thought Texas would have been a little higher. And the top states, uh, I'm not going to go with, well, Houston, 85, Los Angeles, 74, Chicago, 54, Cleveland, 51, Dallas, 40, Columbus, 35, Philadelphia, Denver, 30, San Diego, 29, Baltimore, 29, Louisville, 28. You know, it just goes on and on. So anyway, oh, I'll go to the top, the bottom one, 20. Um, Dayton, Ohio, 20. Long Beach, 21. Albuquerque, New Mexico, 22. You know, I would have thought Albuquerque would be a little higher because there's a lot of dogs there. And I see a lot of them running around, especially when you get to the, uh, you know, you go to like the Indian run truck stops and stuff. There's usually like a pack of dogs running around. I, I don't know what the deal is on that. It's, I don't know. I don't get it, but that's what they do. But, you know, I, I must say the dogs I see at the, at the Indian truck stop. So I've never seen a mess with anybody. So they're usually pretty well behaved. It just kind of throws you off a little bit. So anyway, that's all I got today. It's pretty, pretty mellow day. Um, like I said, I got the audio recording for the trolley. I'm going to post that next week. 
hopefully next week anyway. And uh, I get some photos and I get some video I'm going to post. We're on the mailboat. I lost the audio for the mailboat. The mailboat in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, Lake Geneva, you know, of course, Lake Geneva, they deliver the mail by boat, okay, to the to the houses on the on the lake. And there's a tour, and you get on this thing, and they go around the lake. The lake's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's like, oh, like two and a half hours, three hours, I guess. So they drive around this thing, and then they, you know, they, they get up there, and when they get up close, the uh, the male jumper, as they call him, jumps off the boat and runs to the mailbox and shoves it in there, and then the boat doesn't stop most of the time. And then the you know the male jumper jumps back on the boat, and the boat goes to the next one. And it can be quite interesting. And some of these places are pretty, you know, you know, it's it's a it's a run. I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's a it's a big job there, and you know, can you know, Lake Geneva. It's kind of unique, and you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about that. Hopefully, you know, since I lost the audio, I'm gonna see if I can contact one of the mail jumpers and see if I can have them on. I think that would be interesting, because I think what they do is really cool. You know, it's really interesting. And, uh, you know, that Lake Geneva area is just, oh, it's so beautiful. What it is is it used to be the elite. I'm sure it still is. But the elite of Chicago goes up there, you know, back in the day. So the houses that are up there are just extravagant beasts. Yeah, these are just mega mansions that are just unbelievable. A lot of, you know, a lot of properties are owned by the Wrigley's, you know, things like that. And, it just, and it's just a beautiful area. It really is. So anyway, that's what we got going on. I'm going to try to get all that posted up. I'm not going to have time to do it today. Hopefully we'll have time next week, but hey, you know how that goes. All right, I'm going to let you go. Um, Kingfish out. Stay out of trouble. Oh, wait. Oh, my goodness. I almost forgot. Fourth of July is coming up. Fourth of July, Memorial Day, or the... Oh, it's hot in here. Oh, i got to hurry up and end this. I'm dying in here. Anyway, Fourth uh, of July and... Uh, you know, Memorial Day, the two of the worst holidays for driving. And I think we might see, I don't know if we're going to see an uptick or a downtick in the number of driving we see this year, but I think it's going to be pretty crazy because, you know, just, uh, just, you know, the, the people get off work. Well, usually the way it works, people get off work, then they drive all night and then they're tired and they're not used to being up all night. They got the kids in the car yelling and screaming. They got the wife screaming at them. You made a wrong turn. You didn't do this. You didn't do that backseat drivers and the guy gets there and he's exhausted driving tired is the same thing as driving drunk it's just as bad i mean there's no it, it's unbelievable you know it there's you know it's, it's just you know don't drive tired is all i'm saying you know don't drive tired because you will get yourself into trouble so anyway watch out fourth of july watch out for people just take your time you know and you know because the weather's nice doesn't mean there's not going to be a lot of accidents because there usually is a lot of accidents this time of year so anyway that was my thing today i'm on the end of my vacation last day i gotta go to work tomorrow that's why i kind of rushed through things tonight i had to get, do it i gotta go pack my bags get ready for work to be honest with you i really don't want to go to work once i get in the truck i'll be fine but i'm really just not in the mood for it right now so anyway that's what i got going on so everybody that's out there driving stay safe watch out for those speeders watch out for those holiday people all right, Kingfish out.